Hey everyone, this is Sarav Ghosh here and welcome to the Football Fans Podcast. Okay, in the last episode, we discussed anything and everything about Real Madrid and their whole Galacticos policy, how it's back in trend and the players they've gotten and a lot of discussion transfers. So, uh, today's episode is a bit special because we have two guests with us, two Barcelona fans who are my colleagues and I'll let you... I'll let them introduce themselves. Abhishek. Hey, this is Abhishek and welcome you all to the podcast. I'm a Barca fan. We have Naman Jindal with us also. Naman? Hey, Saurav. I'm Naman. Uh, Thank you for having me over. Alright, so today's discussion, as you might have suspected, is going to be fully Barca related. So, uh, last season was promising, was good. I mean, till the last phases of the season. I mean, then it took two bad games to get the whole thing spoiled and everything. So, uh, I'd like to know uh, both of your opinions on last season. So, uh, Naman, you go first. Um, Well, the season started out brilliantly and we were doing quite good in La Liga. I mean, we dominated the league throughout the season and uh, and it seemed like we were we were on the course for the treble up until the Anfield disaster I mean uh, after the 90 minutes of the tie uh, everyone thought that Barcelona would go through and I don't think any one of us gave Liverpool a chance to make a comeback like they did and after the Anfield tie I mean it was it just went all uh, it it all went down from there. The Copa del Rey final, the team didn't uh, look like they were mentally prepared or they or that they even wanted to be there. They just looked lost, and the season uh, just went downhill from there. Abhishek, yeah, your opinions on last season? Yeah, thank you, Saurav. Uh, actually, last season Barca started pretty slow. We lost a game. We drew one game and PK had a series of poor performances and he was under heavy criticism for that. But then we came back stronger and we won a lot of games and Messi was injured and we played really well. We drew with Inter. We won against Sevilla without Messi and we drew against Tottenham too in the Champions League. So we were doing really good and it looked like that finally we can play without Messi. But then came the knockout stages. Uh, We drew against Lyon in the away fixture. But then we came back stronger in the second leg and we won the game. So, all, our, all, the, all the poor away performances were overshadowed by our good home performances last season. Uh, same went in the Manchester United game. At the Old Trafford, uh, we won the game 1-0 and that too because of an own goal. And United were pretty much dominating the game from the midfield to the defence. They were really good. And Manchester United went really up to the mark last season. So, it wasn't a good thing. So, and in the second leg, we were really dominant. And it looked like, okay, we can go through this and we are going to win it. Liverpool were, uh, Liverpool was an important fixture. And in the first leg, we won 3-0. And it, it looked like, okay, we are going to win this. 3-0 is a good good, uh, good lead and we haven't conceded an away goal. We missed a few chances like Osman Dembele missed two easy chances in the last few minutes to 
to take the scoreline to 5-0 or maybe 4-0. But it didn't help us in the second leg. Right from the first minute to the 90th minute, we were... The whole team was very poor, very poor. The, the atmosphere at Anfield was something else. Like, we can add that as a team. Like, they all worked as a team. The atmosphere, the manager, the team. Like, I was speechless after the game. And talking about the Copa del Rey final, we... Like, the team was not mentally prepared for the game. Like, from the first... The first half was really poor. Like, even Messi wasn't at, to his, at his best. And we didn't have Suarez, so... Messi wasn't able to combine with anyone in the first half. In the second half, we started to dominate, but Valencia were good defensively and they were able to hold on to their lead and they won. And they were deservedly the winners of the Copa del Rey. So, the team went downhill right from the uh, loss against Liverpool. And the only good thing that happened in the season, in my opinion, was Frankie de Jong signing in the winter, winter window. And he'll be joining us this Friday. Yes, Frankie de Jong. That reminds us that the next segment is the arrivals, the new arrivals at Barcelona. We have Frankie de Jong coming for 75 million euros. Uh, goalkeeper Neto coming from Valencia for 26 million euros. Emerson Jr. coming from Atletico. Uh, it's, a, it's the Brazilian Atletico that I'm talking about for 12 million. And Musa Wage and Ricky Puig have been promoted to the first team. Uh, your opinions on these two, these uh, in incoming players, uh, Naman? Uh, I think Frankie De Jong is an absolutely amazing acquisition, uh, and he's a player who who can play with his head up. He's very agile. He's brave with the ball. He almost makes the right decision, and I don't think we have spotted any clear weakness in his game, like till now. Uh, it's he has a unique way of driving the ball up from the deep. How he dribbles past players, and uh, I, I this should be very interesting in how it changes the way Barcelona play play out from the back. And although he's very young and uh, he had some very he had some poor matches uh, in the Dutch league last season, but in the bigger matches against the likes of Real Madrid or Juventus. He against the likes of Real Madrid. He, he had yeah, he had pretty amazing matches, and it will be interesting to see how he how he gels into the team, how he adapts to the style of Barcelona. Uh, although I think it will be challenging for him because uh, Ernesto Valverde, I think he's a he's a bit uh, conservative at times, and he has been reluctant to trust uh, youngsters and. He has preferred to go with his trusted, uh, more mature players in the likes of Rakitic or Busquets or Vidal uh, last season. So I think it will be interesting how he adapts to the team and what he adds to the team. Uh, Abhishek, uh, let's talk about the, the likes of. Let's talk about the some of the rest of the transfers. That is Neto, Emerson, and the two promotions to the first team. Uh, okay, so. Uh, Neto was like, it was basically a swap. So, Neto knew that he's coming for a backup role. So, he'll be prepared for his roles. Like, we'll play him in Copa games against or against uh, smaller teams or easier teams. So, it'll 
remove some pressure from Mark and Trust again, and it will give him rest too. So I'm pretty much happy about Neto, and I'm also happy about Silson. He's going to get a lot of playing time at Valencia, and good luck to him. And Emerson was like, we weren't really knowing about Emerson. Like I don't know he'll be here or not. So and he is at Real Betis right now. So I don't see him in the future at the at our club. uh now coming to mosa veg uh there were talks that he'll be promoted this season and semedo was linked with a move to atletico madrid but i think semedo wants to say and we have roberto and semedo and i think it's going for going to work for the next season and mosa veg was really good in the world cup he scored a goal too and in the present africa cup of nations uh, mosa veg had a good first game but in the second game he was really poor and that's why he was dropped from the senegal squad in the third game so i think that's not a good sign and in the barca jersey he hasn't impressed valverde much so i don't think he is going to be promoted next season so mosa veg is going to have to work a lot if he wants to be promoted and for that sergio roberto has to be used as a midfielder but i don't think it will happen until valverde is there because he likes sergio roberto as a right back and roberto has games so he ultimately wins that spot over semedo at times so that was about signings and talking about frankie diong uh in my opinion he should be our first choice midfielder over raketech to be honest uh, which is why i feel we should sell raketech and cash in on him before his value takes a dive due to his age at the very least he will play as good as raketech in my opinion but at 21 his ceiling is absolutely astonishing and uh, we can use him uh, as a busquets uh, in the busquets role and in that way busquets will also get some rest uh people are saying that we can play attractive football with arthur busquets and frankie and while that uh, midfield is better than what we have had technically in my mind it would be a lot better to be something like arc arthur frankie and someone like alina like who isn't quite ready yet but arthur frankie and alina would be a good and alina is a little more adventurous and he'll relieve some pressure of messi so i think that midfield is going to work and busquets हेलो हेलो या अभिषेक यू या सो ओके सो नमन वी हैव सम डिपार्चर्स फ्रॉम बार्सिलोन दैट इफ यू वांट टू डिस्कस देम सो नाउ इज द टाइम uh this is this was a very important window for barcelona in terms of departure we have been carrying a lot of dead weight in the squad for quite some time now and it was about time that we got rid of them so in terms of departure we have jason murillo who was loaned from valencia and during the during the january transfer window uh because we needed cover because umtiti you know was out for some, like the majority of the season with his knee injury uh so his loan was for 6 months and barcelona have decided to not uh activate the buy option that we had so he goes back to valencia uh kevin prince boateng uh, who was loaned in from sassuolo uh 
again his loan term has ended and uh, he'll be returning to sasolo un- until uh, unless uh, there was this report that came in yesterday from onda cero that said barcelona have barcelona have an option to sign him for 8 million and the sporting director of sasolo yesterday came out in a and came out in an interview and said there's a chance that he might not be a, he might not return uh, this season and that barcelona might sign him up and try to sell him for some profit uh douglas what the, what the other exits like silson andre gomes denis suarez what about these guys uh denis suarez is uh, being signed snapped up by celta vigo for a deal of 16 million that's 12 million paid up front and 4 million in variables uh andre gomez has uh, signed with everton for a fee of 25 million euros that's that that i think is a very good transfer uh, gomez really struggled not physically but mentally uh, with his time at barcelona and everton just feels like a club which is more suitable to his level right now so i think that would be a very good transfer uh selecens move to valencia is again very interesting and i think it's a move that makes me very happy because uh, for the time uh, selecens was here at barcelona he has, he was a very good player he i don't think he ever complained about playing time or there were any reports in the media about his unhappiness with not getting much playing time so i think it's he's a very good keeper and he should he'll he'll get much more playing time at valencia than he did at barcelona okay so that's more more or less covers the transfers that have happened and that are pretty much done okay so the next segment we discuss it's kind of like a most important segment where we discuss the whole neymar saga and the whole antoine griezmann saga so neymar is being mooted to return to camp new after two years in paris and there's a lot there's a lot of reports that are coming in that deals the deal has been agreed the players agreed to transfer and so on um so abhishek could you update us on the whole neymar situation well it clearly looks like neymar wants to come back to barca and he's ready to do anything to come back at barca and many uh, reliable sources have reported that yeah neymar is very interested and uh, neymar is very interested and, and his agent uh, his father uh, he also said that yeah like there are reports that link him to barca and a recent report has said that neymar has told psg that he won't attend the preseason so that's quite interesting that he has told paris saint germain that he will not be back for the preseason training and he's continuing to push for a return to barcelona and psg will be back uh, like they are they are starting their preseason from 8 july and it looks like neymar won't come so let's see in my opinion i don't think neymar will be neymar's arrival uh, will be good for us as a club because uh, neymar left us uh, in a really bad position and now we have coutinho and dembele and neymar's arrival could really ruin uh, dembele's development so dembele is our future so i think we should uh, think on dembele's development over uh, instant success but uh, in my opinion neymar is a much better superstar i mean he's really a world class name and he knows barcelona inside out so why won't you guys i mean why doesn't the club really see him as a viable option neymar 
he was two years ago. Uh, he is more injury prone. Uh, last season, he uh, both Neymar and Dembele uh, were injured a lot of time, but Neymar played less games than Dembele. So. Dembele still has some time to improve his game, his play style, playing style, his diet, etc. But Neymar is 28 already, and it will be really tough to him to change all that for Barcelona only. So, I think uh, we should really focus on Dembele more than Neymar. Okay, so another player in the whole attacking player saga, it's the transfer of Antoine Griezmann. Uh, it's been rooted that uh, he would be joining Barca last season. Then he made a whole video about it and announced that he won't be joining. And coming to this season, Griezmann says that he's willing to leave Atletico. Uh, Naman, could you update us about that situation? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, but before I, uh, before we talk about Griezmann, I'd, I'd like to chime in uh, about the whole Neymar situation. Uh, I don't think the signing of Neymar since in a finance, from a financial standpoint, from a sporting standpoint, or from a marketing point, uh, standpoint, even though he might be a more marketable player or a much bigger superstar right now, uh, he has had his fair share of troubles since he moved to PSG. And right now, not to mention the ongoing rape case against Neymar. So even though he's a much bigger superstar, uh, marketably, he might be a disaster for Barcelona. Uh, moving on to Griezmann. Uh, uh, there, there have been multiple multiple reports saying, multiple reports which came back uh, came way back in March, which said that Barcelona had agreed personal terms with Griezmann, and that uh, as soon as his uh, release clause uh, drops down to 120 million on 1st July, that was yesterday, uh, Barcelona would snap him up. So uh, since yesterday, uh, many ex- many outlets were reporting that Barcelona would announce the signing as soon as possible, but that hasn't happened up until now. And uh, I think it's a signing which has uh, kept most of the fans on. Okay, so he could be a giant. giant. Let's say if I were to ask you that that if you want want Neymar Neymar or Griezmann or both, Neymar or Griezmann or both. Okay. Can you repeat, please? I can't yeah, there are some So, let's say let's you have an option, option about Neymar, Neymar Griezmann, Griezmann, or both. Or which would you take? I think I would go with the signing of Griezmann. Uh, Abhishek, uh, Abhishek, can you take any of the options? Yeah, in... Uh, I also would like to prefer Griezmann over Neymar and Griezmann and Neymar both because uh, that's the position that we are uh, we are finding basically Suarez replacement and I think Griezmann can do justice with this role. So I think I'd want I'd prefer Griezmann over Neymar any day. Okay, so, okay, so we have, we have uh, uh, the departures. I mean, from the kind squads. Who do you see from the kind squads leaving? I think we have sold off most of the players that had to be sold in order to continue with the rebuild. I think Barcelona would have wanted to sell off Coutinho, bracket it, maybe Malcolm, because Malcolm doesn't seem to be trusted by the coach right now. 
but, but there have been been any offers malcolm uh, i think he has been linked to a move to everton for a fee of 30 million uh, uh, sorry to interrupt but uh, could you just disconnect and connect this whole thing I think there's some QBX connection issue. I can't hear you. Uh, uh, could you just disconnect and then reconnect? Yeah, I'll try. Uh, Abhishek, uh, Abhishek you know, uh, let's uh, discuss, discuss about the coming players and rumors, updates, anything. Uh, yeah, we are Basuna basically working currently on Griezmann deal uh, and. Griezmann's release clause dropped to 120 million on July 1st. That was yesterday. So I think that Griezmann's deal will be announced in the next few days. Uh, we uh, we could announce this his arrival this week, uh, and uh, the Neymar news is also there. So I don't think that Neymar deal is going to go through. Uh, and another player is Coutinho. So. one thing i read about coutinho today that coutinho has played more games than any player in the europe's top top leagues this season so that's really interesting if we look that uh, coutinho wasn't preferred by valverde in some important games and dembele was preferred over coutinho so that's really good and coutinho had a good uh, is having hello अभिषेक किधे अभिषेक हेलो या 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 किधे ओ सो डिपार्चर्स डिपार्चर्स नमन आई थिंक देस अ गुड चांस मार्कम माइट लीव विद द अराइवल ऑफ दिस मेन विद नीमार and dembele uh, stay dembele stay okay so not yet connection is connection is okay just give me a watch just give me a watch So sorry everyone for those connection issues. We have to look into that. So we're almost at the end of our segment, but uh, this is obviously a few discussions that are left. So uh, what about the positions that need players? I mean, obviously a club needs players to stay competitive and so on. Uh, so what are your views on that, Abhishek? Uh, so in my opinion, there are four positions uh, we must strengthen to challenge for the treble next season or for the Champions League next season. and uh, the first is we need a backup and a competition for jordi alba we don't have a backup for naman could you continue on that uh, thing uh, where we discuss positions that need strengthening 
I think we, I think we first of all need a backup for Jordi Alba, as Abhishek mentioned. Uh, we have been linked to uh, Junior Firpo from Real Betis, uh, Ricardo Rodriguez, and even I think uh, Alexandro Grimaldo from Benfica. Uh, Benfica and Benfica, yeah. Uh, there, there were some reports which said that Barcelona were priced out of. junior firpo because we would be spending so heavily up front in for neymar for griezmann uh, i don't think barcelona will be able to afford another 50 million for a backup left back so we might be looking into cheaper options but option to go into because we'd be having a squad which is very heavy up front but with an aging backline and a cheaper backup option who would not be able to take over from Jordi Alba once he slows down and other positions i think we have strengthened quite a bit in midfield uh, with Frankie De Jong coming in and uh, Alenia taking in taking a more uh, more of a role next season at we are well covered in midfield but up front i think uh, we need uh, reinforcements because Uh, a backup left back, uh, winger since Coutinho has well, so a sign- signing Griezmann might be might solve these problems because Griezmann can be anything you want him to be. If Messi wants to be more of a playmaker, you can have Griezmann playing up front uh, as a more of a nine. If Messi wants to be a goal scorer, or if the if the coach wants Messi to Be limited to the box. Griezmann can take over his playmaking responsibilities and play behind, play behind the striker. And with with Dembele, I think we have a very interesting prospect who has been injured for the past two seasons. He deserves another chance with the squad, and that that I think would be a pretty commendable squad going into next season. Abhishek, uh, about the defense, I mean. Goals were conceded last season, and there's just three first-team defenders, if I'm not wrong. There's Gerard Piquet, Samuel Umtiti, and Clement Lenglet. So, and with the departure of Thomas Vermaelen, it just leaves the centre-back positions a bit threadbare. Uh, your opinions on that? Oh, I really wanted Dilik to come and uh, play as a backup for uh, backup for Piquet for at least one season, and then he can take the command at the back. And play alongside Longley or uh, Umtiti, but now Delict is very close to Juventus, and I think that's going to happen and will be announced in a few days. Uh, another player we have is Todibo. He has really impressed in two three games he has played for Barcelona. So I think we can develop Todibo, and PK has two three years of good football with him, and Todibo can can learn with him, and maybe we could use him and rotate him properly next season. But At last, that's all on Valverde. So, let's hope for the best. I have a question. I mean, why aren't the club looking at any centre back options? Either of you can comment on that. Uh, there were many centre back options like uh, Manolas, Kolibali, but uh, Napoli signed Manolas from Rome, Roma, and uh, it looks like Kolibali won't come. And another good player is Maguire. So Maguire is being targeted by United and Manchester City. So 
I think uh, we are looking for a more younger prospect, and Dilik was uh, was the ideal choice for PK. So maybe we'll look for someone next year, not this season. Okay, so we're almost at the end of our episode. So, but there's just one thing I want to ask both of you guys. Uh, Naman first, uh, views on the next season. Uh, the next season should be really interesting. It will be very interesting to see how the squad bounces up from the second embarrassing exit from the UCL and then an, then another embarrassing loss in the Copa del Rey final. I think the team right now is very mentally fragile and the coach at helm doesn't help. Uh, he doesn't ooze that confidence or uh, inspires the players like Luis Enrique did. So I think it will be. I don't expect much from going into next season. I I think we have uh, glaring issues with the squad which have not been addressed. We have been moving away from the ideas and ideals which made Barcelona a success. Uh, we are more into Galactico signings right now, and the entire sporting direction which the club has taken in the past three or four years or so. Uh, I do not think next season will be a success for Barcelona with all the top-heavy signings that are being rumored and uh, the defense being uh, ignored per se. We have an issue at right back which has an which has not been solved. Roberto is uh, well; he's a midfielder who's being played as a right back, so he's defensively weak. Semedo hasn't uh, adjusted to Barcelona's style just yet. He cannot combine well with Messi or uh, the rest of the team. So, I think going into next season, uh, we need some proper signings. Uh, the signings, big name signings such as Neymar might do more harm than good. And going into next season, I think uh, we'll again secure La Liga because even though they have some good players in Eden Hazard or Luka but uh, it will take them some more time to replace the type of Ronaldo. Okay, so obviously, obviously, next, next. Uh, yeah, sort of. Uh, so I would like to give a similar example like Barcelona. Uh, if we take a look at uh, the AC Milan team in two thousand four. Uh, in the quarterfinals, they lost. They won the first leg against Deportivo, and, and they lost the second leg, four nil to Deportivo, and crashed out of the tournament. Uh, the next year, Milan went to the final. They were leading three nil against Liverpool, uh, but Liverpool scored like three goals in the in like six seven minutes and won the penalty shootout. But it wasn't the end of the world for Milan. So and uh, pretty much everyone. Uh, Except Crespo stayed, even Ancelotti. So over the time, their uh, embarrassing defeat was just a when they reached the final again and defeated Liverpool this time. So I think uh, it's okay. Like uh, we may have squashed up this year and last year's chances. Did uh... I Yeah, hello. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the, 
yeah the potential to win the champions league is still there with us uh, just like the milan of 2004 and on top of that we had uh, we have signed some crazy players who are coming along like franky diong and antoine griezmann so trust me uh, things will work out like they always do and with page faith and patience uh, messi will surely bring the trophy back to the camp now once again Okay, so we are at the end of our segment, and I think the time for the second round is for Sorian with invaluable opinions. And that's it for this episode. So, everyone, give a bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.